Welcome back to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. I'm your host, Jessenia, and today I'm joined by Valerie from Podcast Planners, and we are going to be diving in, talking all about launching and scaling your podcast. So stick around. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Focus Emblem podcast, where we share a variety of tips and tactics to help you up-level your content creation game. So if you like content like this, feel free to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching us on YouTube, or also subscribe to the podcast, because why not? So that you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes or videos. Y si hablas español, visita mi canal de YouTube, Focus Emblem en Español. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into today's episode with my guest, Valerie from Podcast Planners. Valerie, welcome to the Focus and Bloom podcast. Bienvenida. How are you? Thank you for having me, and I am doing great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so to excited. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> Super excited. Yes. <laughs> I am so glad that um, we were able to connect a few weeks before the recording of this episode and just get to know a little bit what we're doing and learning a lot about our business and I just felt like such a great connection like I felt like I knew you from before and I just like Shame. talked to you for the first time so this is so cool you're in the Netherlands uh, I'm in North Carolina in the United States so we're, we have an ocean in a little puddle in the middle yeah. <laughs> but it's so cool because podcasting can really I, I, I see it as a really great way to connect with people and just like share ideas and thoughts and, and a message. So we're diving into podcasting and launching and scaling. So before we go into the nitty gritty details, let us know a little bit of what you do on a day to day basis, who you are, what you do. Okay, thank you. Uh, no, yeah, my name is Valerie, and I am the founder, CEO, how you want to call it, from the podcast planners. And uh, my team and I are helping business coaches, course creators, service providers, basically everyone who is uh, planning or who wants to launch a podcast with the launch of their show. And besides that, um, I also launched my own program to teach podcasters or VAs basically on how to get started as a podcast manager because as you already told or said, the industry is growing so much and podcast managers are so necessary. So uh, yeah, that's basically what I do. <laughs> I love it. Yes, the the just before the our starting the recording, we were talking about us in like how what we're doing in our on our business and I had recently launched my podcast in Spanish and then you were talking about how you were communicating with some of your local and local community about podcasting and you're in Dutch and then we were talking about like, you know, these these markets are pretty much green and they're still learning and, and wanting to get more information about podcasting. So it is such a cool medium and channel. So I'm so glad that we're able to talk about this and, and share this information. So, all right, we're talking about launching. So let's go into that. Yeah. <laughs> so can you, yeah, like, let's just go before I get all emotional on the podcast, because I love it. Uh, let's go into the nitty gritty, the nitty gritty yes. launching. Can you walk us through some of the essentials of, you know, what we need to think about when we're about to launch a podcast? There are so many like nitty gritty steps that you need to think of. But as you said, let's go over like the basics that the essentials that you need to know. But the most important part, even before you, of course, you have your ID, you want to launch a podcast. But the um, thing what you need to think about is that you want to make sure that 
you know, who you are talking to and who is your audience. Because, of course, you want to create episode, create content where your like listeners can resonate with. And before you can do that, of course, you need to know who they are and uh, what they are interested in. And for like most of the clients that I work with uh, are using the podcast as a part of their business. So as part of their sales funnel and they basically have a program or a course so they really know who their pain points are and some funny thing i want to share before we are going into everything is that i signed up for an um i had a client podcast management client and we did the launch of her program of her program of her podcast i listened to five of her episodes and then i signed up for her program for over eight thousand us So this is just for everyone who's watching, who's listening. This is the power of podcasting. I didn't know her. I walked with her. I did the launch with her after five episodes um, editing. I was like, okay, she is the solution to my problem. So that is, of course, one thing. Besides that, of course, you need to have or you need to think about a title for your podcast because the title is really important um, because people are scrolling to their podcast feed and it needs to be an appealing title that people can see, oh, this sounds interesting and uh, this is something that I want to listen to. The next thing where you want to think about, and that's probably what you know as well or what you know for sure, is that a format. What type of interview, what type of format do you want to have? Do you want to do interviews? Do you want to do solo episodes? And I think so far I I experience with the clients that I'm working with is that it can be a best a mix of both if you are using the podcast for your business because then you can bring in experts who has like a lot of experience and then the solo episodes are really to nurture those people into your program or um, course whatever you have. The next thing is, of course, where you want to think about is um, your, of course, microphone, headset, recording, hosting sites. They're really essentials because without, without a hosting yeah. site, uh, <laughs> your podcast will not be visible. You don't have a podcast. You don't have a podcast yet. <laughs> There's and that. For, I don't, I'm not sure if everyone knows what a hosting site is, but basically a hosting site is where you storage your podcast episodes. And that's uh, it. I cannot say that word, but you know, <laughs> that makes sure that the podcast is go on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, etc. Besides that, where we hosting sites, recording. Now, yeah, we just spoke about this awesome. I don't want to say it's new, but Riverside. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I think um, or not. I think you need to have, of course, a recording, and you use Riverside. This is the first time for me on Riverside, but you want to think about an, a recording platform as well, um, where you can record your episodes if you are doing interviews. And what I would recommend if you are doing solo episodes, it's really um, like I would just do it in your editing software, and that can be a different one but for everyone who's watching you can start for free because you can use audacity for uh, windows users and GarageBand for mac users and um of course now we already talk about your launch content or your content so which type of content and that is basically together with your audience uh and you want to make sure that you have to like 
I don't want to say the best, but you want to create content that speaks directly to your listeners that they can like um, really get get to know you, but also what you are um, offering, like course program, etc. And we spoke about it before <laughs> before this call. Is that uh, a common mistake that a lot of podcasters are making? is if it comes to launching a podcast that they are not recording a trailer episode. And yes. a trailer episode is basically just a short introduction from your podcast, from who you are. And with the trailer episode or why you want to record a trailer episode is that um, with the trailer episode, you can already submit the podcast to the different directories. And then when you actually launch, because for example, with Apple Podcasts, it takes some time to show up. It's not like you publish and there it is. No, it can take some time uh, and you don't want to share with your audience, hey, I'm launching a podcast and then nobody can find it. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, so you want to definitely, definitely want to um, avoid that. And the one thing that I forgot is, of course, a cover art. And on the cover art, that's basically the... Um, graphic that you see that everyone can see on Spotify, Apple, whatever hosting platform, um, podcast um, platform you are listening. And um, yeah, that's sort of basically the things to think about. <laughs> I love this. And let me just mention that uh, these are pretty much essential steps of a launch. However, each launch, depending on the goal that you have for the podcast is might, might look a little bit different. And I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, two, two very important things. One is to know you know who you're talking to, which is something that we need to do regardless when we're starting a business, we need to know who we're addressing and what their pinpoint problems are. But then you mentioned a very key point, And I think that's, that this is related to why it may some some people will feel discouraged in doing a podcast or maybe continuing a podcast, and that is making a pot the podcast part of a sales funnel or part of a a place in the overall marketing strategy of your business because yeah. you you don't need to have a gajillion downloads to make money from your podcast. Your podcast could be a marketing platform, like you said, to nurture your audience. Yeah. I mean, you're true. in your ear in their ears. So like, yeah, you have whatever length of your podcast, let's say, you know, the, my, this particular podcast is around the 20, 30 minute mark that is dedicated 20 to 30 minutes that you have to hang out with your client and really deliver good, valuable message and information. I mean, that's like prime real estate right there. True. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> and something that I also like, uh, when people are like planning to launch a podcast, that they are thinking, oh, another thing to come up with content. Like, because we know like Instagram, like Reels, there is so much. We all know, like, it can be super overwhelming, um, but what you can do is, of course, record an episode and that you can repurpose in your email newsletter, in your Instagram content, in a reel. Maybe if you're doing Instagram lives, Instagram live, there is so much what you can do if like it's not only, OK, I need to have a podcast because everyone else is a podcast or have a podcast or uh, another platform to come up with content. Nay, you can basically repurpose your whole episode in different types of content for the entire week. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Make your content work for you, not the other way around. Way don't around. <laughs> think about, yeah. Don't think about reinventing the wheel. Just, you know, you have good, valuable content within the podcast. So just maximize that information in as many as channels as you possibly can from a, a blog post by repurposing your notes or Instagram reels taken from the actual episode, audiograms and and in like carousel posts, like there's so many ways that you can repurpose it because you, you already have this value packed episode, then it's just a matter of distributing And Don't worry about people feeling, or don't worry about like thinking that people are going to get tired about your content because not everybody hangs out in every single platform at the same time. No. So you have different audiences in all these different platforms. So just maximize True. your work, maximize the content. True. And also what I, I spoke with some of the students um, in my program about it's like, okay, we need to create so much content. And then I'm like, no, you don't need to create a bunch of content. Like, I don't even know what I posted last week. Like, <laughs> you don't, if I don't know, you don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so similar with your podcast, they can listen to the podcast and still uh, watch the real, read your blog post exactly. or Instagram, um, social media exactly. post. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we're very passionate about podcasting <laughs> for sure. If you haven't noticed, but okay. So there's the first tip is like, okay, we're launching. We're thinking about doing the podcast, doing the thing. We did it. We launched, we have yeah! a couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> now what, how are we scaling this? Uh, I mean, scaling can look a lot, it could look very different. Um, but you know, what are some questions if you're, you know, like what ways are we can can scale and maybe monetize the podcast if we have a small audience or even a big audience? It doesn't matter how we how can we scale and monetize? What are some ways? Um, I think it, and like scaling, if it comes to monetizing, you're like monetizing basically your podcast is uh, I already mentioned it. Like if you are using it as a part of your sales funnel, like. I told you the story that I signed up after listening to five of her episodes. Like that is a way how you can monetize. And most of the people are thinking about, oh, I need to do ads, ads in the middle of like uh, have so many downloads before. But you can like advertise your own thing. Like yes. use your own, like we all have a business. So use your own service program, course, uh, free guide, digital product, whatever you have um, to monetize the podcast. Yeah, and if, that's actually how I've been able to grow my own business as well. Like as I've been pivoting, I, I started my business as a wedding and portrait photographer. And then even like a little bit before COVID, I started shifting a little bit into more marketing, but still photography as a main thing. And then COVID came. So no more weddings, no more photos. <laughs> and I started doing the podcast. And as I pivoted, the podcast was my main channel to create awareness of other coaching services that I was offering related yeah. to marketing. And I still yeah. have a very small audience. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I love Lovely. it too. And I love that you mentioned that you mentioned as your, uh, as you know, you, you had a client that, and th that in turn you became their client yes. from the work that you were doing. So you never know the impact that you're going to create with the, with this content. Yeah, true. Like it's, I love it. Like, it's just so, and with a podcast, you can reach so many people who you don't even know, who are not following you on Instagram, who are not even aware of like, or yeah, 
you are not aware of their um that they exist basically um so yeah that's something that i really love absolutely and these different platforms are really paying it like big platforms like youtube and even spotify they're really paying attention to the podcasting industry overall so they're making changes to improve discoverability making changes to improve the analytics and like youtube is keeping an eye on podcasting too and then spotify just brought in video option and in, in the you know there's there's a lot of changes happening and there's a lot of changes that are going to happen so it's definitely a very i i would say a fun industry and worth one that is worth getting into and then be able to share your message and and make an impact really make an impact in in other people's lives yeah true and <clears throat> i think sorry if it comes to like one important thing that i want to mention as well if you are launching a podcast based on everything that you need of course is that like people are always asking me you don't have a podcast why do you not have a po and but i know myself i have a hard time with being consistent i like i can i i had i was on a point that i want to start a podcast and i'm like yeah i'm gonna do it and then the next day then I feel like, oh, I don't want to do it. Or, you know, you need to be fully committed because growing and scaling your podcast, you need to be consistent. And yes. if your like audience cannot listen, like when you have weekly episodes, then the next month there's only one episode or maybe two, like people will drop off. Yes, absolutely. And you're not going to see the results you want. No, no. And that is also something, a question <laughs> that you need to ask yourself is, am I okay with treating the podcast as I treat my business the same way? Yes. Yes. That's a really good question is, you know, think about it because there, there is, there is time involved in producing a good quality podcast and you can start and, and there's also money involved, but you can, you know, you can even start for free or for very, very cheap uh, and still deliver good quality content. But regardless of the budget side, you know, put the budget to the side. Is this something that you feel committed to? That's a really good question. And, yeah. and because then if you really are treating it as a, as part of your business and not just one other thing that you need to do, then, you know, if you treat it as your business, then you, you're going to be more intentional, more focused into what you're putting there. Versus if you're doing a podcast because it's the latest thing to do, then you're going to be disappointed in the results that you're going to see because the same effort or the same way that you're treating it, that's kind of like the same result that you're going to get. So you have yes. to be very intentional and very focused in what you're in your podcast. And like you said, you know, know your audience, know your, know their pain point problems, know who they're talking about and put it as part of your funnel in your business, put it, yeah. have it, make it have its, have its own place in your business. Yeah. And treat it as a business. <laughs> and treat it as a business. All right, Valerie. So scaling can look a little bit different to every single podcaster, but one of the things that could fall into scaling could be actually starting to outsource the production of your podcast. So if somebody is at that place where they feel that it's the next step for them in their podcasting journey, what are some questions that, you know, they should be asking for when they're looking for someone to take over the production of their podcast? Great question. The first thing that I want to say before you even start looking for a podcast manager is to make or to look at your financial status 
um, financial status, um, how much money you have, like you can spend for a podcast manager because there are podcast managers out there who are doing it as little for 50 US, but you also have podcast managers who are starting um, with 150 for an episode. Um, so I think the most important part before you are even like start thinking about um, outsourcing is to make a decision how much money you have uh, or how much money you are willing to spend for a podcast manager. And I think the next question of like, not even a question, but what I hear from uh, the clients that I work with, why are they hiring me is also like they trust me. And you you have your own podcast, so you can like follow like and in some things. But um, they, I think they need to trust someone, and it's also I think just a general vibe because yes, it is a little bit like everyone can. Of course, you have like people who are more experienced, have more things. But to be honest, I learned everything from YouTube. I don't have an audio engineering like background or things like that. But everyone loves the editing work. So um, I think like decide how much money you have. You can set aside for the podcast for a podcast manager and also just start looking for someone who you vibe with. And then I love that. Yeah, of course, also a little bit experience depending, but that depends on how much you want to spend, because if someone is starting, they will charge less than if someone is like an audio engineering with an like audio right. background, etc. They will charge probably as 10 times as much as the person who's just starting. Yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that you mentioned the uh, two things, the, the budget, of course, there, there's that unless you're deciding to do it yourself. Of course, you're saving that time that you're saving that money you're saving that money, but you, you're also taking time, but, um, the vibe that's very important too, because, you know, there needs to be some passion behind what you're doing. Um, you know, one of the things that I outsource from the very beginning in anything that I've done is the editing, because I just don't vibe with it. I don't like it. Like in photography and like audio and video, I don't like it. It's not that I can't do it, but I just, it doesn't bring joy to me. So it should yeah. be somebody who like really feels the passion behind doing that and creating something from your podcast, from your show and, and, and making them be creative, but also have a good eye for, you know, detailing. That's, yeah. I think that's really great. I'm very happy with my editors because they've, they go above and beyond yeah. what, you know, what I would expect. And it looks awesome. And that's, you know, that's what gets, if, if you're thinking of becoming a podcast manager, those are little things that really make a huge difference is that, you know, that connection and, and that vibe, like you say, outside of the, the experience, it's just really that understanding between you and that person, that yeah. editor. Yeah. And I think like I edit now for over two and a half years and funny enough, um, one of my first clients, basically um, the one that I signed up for when for the program, she was, I think, one of my first launch clients. And um, she she got pregnant and then she decided, okay, I cannot do and the podcast and like taking care of a baby. So I want to repurpose like the best four episodes of, uh, or not repurpose, just relaunch the best episodes from the from the show. So I was listening to my own edited episodes. Like, I think there were like 
one or two from the from the from the completely beginning and i was listening to my own she at that point said it's awesome edited you are such a great editor that's what she told me and i was listening to that episode and i'm like i don't know where you were talking about at that point but i like i <laughs> i basically edited the episode again instead of like cutting out the pieces that were not relevant anymore so i think it's also Everyone has, like what you said, you need to have an ear for it, for sure, if you want to become a podcast manager. But um, I also think that, yeah, you just need to have an ear for it. But, uh, like, if you are editing yourself, you will probably not be the best editor because it's not your core thing. You just learn it because you need to do it. So hiring someone probably who has more experience than you, it will be always better. Right. And it's like getting even better when that person has more experience um yeah absolutely and they'll probably you know give you some oh yeah no definitely and and you know depending on who it is they might just give you some feedback on maybe like a common thing is like mic placement and mic setup and little things like that to just improve the overall recording experience and you know little details really do make a huge difference when it comes to um running a business and I mean anything really, but, but definitely makes a huge difference. So um, getting, getting that vibe also the the experience, but the, the vibe and that connection that you could possibly get from, you know, from that potential uh, podcast manager. Okay. We've got a lot of, um, we've talked about a lot of things on launching and scaling and we're both very passionate about podcasting so we could continue this, but (laughs) what, is there anything that we haven't talked about yet that is like, oh, let's let's not forget about this. What What's yes. something that's important that we haven't discussed yet? I forgot to mention, we talked about the trailer episode. What is a key mistake that a lot of people are making if it comes to logic? But another thing is that you want to release not one episode, but at least three episodes when Ooh, you are launching. Yes. Because you want to like... Get people excited and that if that they like listen to that first episode and they want to like continue listening and there is no episode because you want to hook them with the first three episodes um, to binge listen to your content and get excited for the next episode and don't let them wait for a week. Maybe two. that is a really good, good tip. Definitely. You want to keep people binging on your content so um, you can tease that trailer early on and then on launch day you've got all these three new episodes or even more a little bit if you want to but at least those three that's definitely a huge uh, makes a huge difference in like that engagement so definitely keep that in mind if you're thinking of launching a podcast just make sure that you have those that trailer and the three episodes yeah that are key Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, really quickly, what are some three podcast management tools that you're like, I cannot live without these? <laughs> Google Drive. Yes. Trello for your podcast workflow. And uh, yeah, I I have an, uh, Windows, but um, an editing software is very useful. Yeah, you kind of need that. <laughs> if you're starting out like that and doing it editing yourself, you kind of yeah. need something. <laughs> yeah. So that are basically the key. And then for course, PC, what? So you said for PC, which one would be? Would you recommend? For a laptop. 
Yeah, for like uh, for editing. I have an Asus, like or f- like for laptop. I, I I have an Asus laptop, nothing fancy at all. Um, for for but for audio editing, what what do you oh, recommend? Like for I still use Audacity. Audacity but I have awesome. I have an uh, I have Isotope RX nine, so that is more like more. Um, uh, Pro. Um, yeah, sound engineering software. So okay. that makes the quality a little bit better. Like remove mouse clicks, like clicks all the small things but you can you can do it with audacity but it doesn't work that um that good um so that is what i use audacity awesome. and isotope rx9 and for those mac users you can use garage band yeah sorry garage band <laughs> don't ask me how garage band works i saw it and i'm like okay that's cool but i never use the mac i i am i'm not an apple fan so uh, nothing from my See that, this is where we'll agree to disagree yeah but you can use GarageBand for sure yeah it's free as well yes absolutely <laughs> Valerie thank you so much for taking the time to join me in today's podcast episode to talk about podcasting yeah you're so welcome you're so much oh, fun is there, yes is there any how can people connect with you on Instagram, um, at the podcast planners. <laughs> and awesome. of course, they can uh, go to the website, um, www.thepodcastplanners.com. Um, yeah, but most of the time are hanging out on Instagram. Perfect. Well, I'll be including these links on today's show notes, which you can find at focusemblemstudios.com. Valerie, once again, thank you so very much for joining me on today's episode. And Everybody, do not miss out on today's show notes. So go to focusonnosestudios.com. Check it out. If you're tuning on iTunes or Spotify, check out the description, the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss out on all these like cool tips and whatnot. So see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusandbloomstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.